0: Hey folks, I am Ryan Goodman and you are listening to the Agriculture Proud Podcast. Join the conversation and find all my content at agricultureproud.com. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Agriculture Proud Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Goodman, coming at you from Helena, Montana. On this podcast, I cover a little bit of everything in agriculture and hear the stories behind a few of the people who are involved in farming and ranching from all different parts of the country. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or wherever podcasts are found. And follow me on social media as Ag Proud Ryan, and on Facebook as Agriculture Proud. And as always, you can find all the episodes and show notes at agricultureproud.com podcast. On this week's episode, I speak with Brian Scott, who farms in Indiana with his family. Brian blogs at thefarmerslife.com and actively shares the changes in, in the seasons and activities around the farm through his Facebook page, The Farmer's Life. Brian has always been great about addressing hot topics in the industry and even joined me on CNN a few years back when he talked about his cropping agreement with Monsanto. That story has definitely garnered Brian quite a bit of attention over the past few years and has added to the conversation about farmer's choice when it comes to growing seeds and how genetically modified crops work on farms across the country. Uh, Brian also grows popcorn, which you don't find too often, and it's a food that uh, many people can directly relate to because we see it straight on the grocery shelf. Uh, During the past few weeks, Brian's online audience has grown multiple times over. Uh, with a video posted showing a six-year-old son driving and operating a tractor during planning that video uh, was posted uh, and overnight just garnered you know I think it was a little over a million views overnight just really took took off and popped and I think the video really captured the hearts of many folks and connected uh, with the early memories we have of being able to do a chore or a task with a parent for the first time I know for me um, you know it was it Definitely remember the first time my parents let me, you know, drive the cattle trailer uh, or or drive the bush hog in the tractor during hay season. And, uh, you know, definitely captures the memory. And I think that video really did a good job. In in the podcast today, Brian, uh, you know, fills us in on the story behind the video. And he shares a few tips on how you can utilize your camera or your GoPro um, to capture fun scenes on the farm or the ranch this year that we normally wouldn't be able to get um, with kind of other camera camera setups. So uh, Brian shares some good tips there. As you listen to the podcast, and me any thoughts you may have. You can connect with me on social media as Ag Proud Ryan and find Brian as The Farmer's Life. And now I hope you enjoy episode 10 of the Agriculture Proud podcast with Indiana farmer Brian Scott. All right, on the podcast today, uh, glad to welcome. Brian Scott he's a farmer from Indiana Uh, thank you for joining the show today Brian thanks Ryan glad to have you on Uh, many people might know you online as at the farmers life Uh, it's your blog Facebook page Twitter um, everywhere and if you'll uh, start us off a little bit um, what is your role in ag and and tell us a little bit just a little bit about your farm there in Indiana
1: yeah I'm a farmer been back at our family farm full-time for right at seven years now Uh, Left for a little while. After college, I worked with my dad and my grandpa in northwestern Indiana on about 2,200 acres.
0: We grow corn, uh, popcorn, soybeans, and just uh, a little bit of wheat. I see you've been been finishing up plant 16. uh, I think something really neat is you always tend to take everybody online uh, with your social media following uh, through the entire, kind of every season on the farm. I think that's something that, that's pretty neat that you've done well. It's fun to post those pictures and videos and have, have
1: people keep up. And, of course, I get a lot of feedback from other farmers, uh, what's going on in other parts of the world and parts of the country. And we just finished planting. This past Saturday, I know I've seen a couple of guys in eastern Ohio where it's been really wet. Tweet, you know, they're hoping to uh, get started this week, which is it's pretty late.
0: Yeah, it is. We're here uh, pushing June. And so... Uh... It's it's kind of pushing into it, but uh, hopefully everybody's kind of getting getting done. Um, something I uh, I think you've done really well over the past couple of years is kind of just tackling some of the topics um, on your blog. Uh, when when did you when did you start blogging and how how did that come about? I think it was was early 2011. I started my blog.
1: I just tried it. You know, I think I'd read it in a couple industry magazines. You know, people are starting some farm blogs and. I thought, oh, maybe I'll give that a try. I think my, my first couple blog posts were a few sentences, you know, no pictures, did it through an app on my phone, nothing too serious, but uh, had a couple people kind of latch on to me early on
0: and showed me the way a little bit and, uh, you know, just kind of kept rolling to where I am now. There for uh, for a year or so, we had, uh, you and I had the opportunity to write on CNN and uh, their food page, and that, that was a pretty interesting experience, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was, um, that was pretty cool, and uh, I guess you kind of got me in there, so thanks for that. And um, got to put some good posts on there and, you know, kind of expand the audience to a non-farm audience there and a little bigger stage to present on, so that was a pretty cool opportunity. I think it, it kind of, where we were writing, kind of went away when the editor took a new job, so I don't think that website's super active anymore, but it definitely uh, took my presence up a couple notches online.
0: Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really interesting to uh, to get to interact in some of those conversations with uh, people that we don't normally uh, get to encounter. We definitely got a lot of comments back that were outside of our normal circles, um, but it was uh, it was a neat experience to get to share uh, a couple of those things. I know. One of the big posts that you wrote um, was explaining kind of like your con- your crop cropping agreement with Monsanto and, and how farmers are growing crops. And you've continued to get different responses on that over the years, haven't you? I think that went back up. That was up in like um, 2012
1: sometime. And that the original version of that post on my blog finally became not my number one post like sometime in 2015. It finally uh, wasn't at the top of the heap all the time. So I really... Uh, get a lot of uh you know that's that's kind of the post that put me on the map and uh cnn made it even bigger so that's really uh a, one of the core foundations of my blog and where I, I get some following from and i know a lot of people a lot of people still share that post i redid that post to kind of update it because there was kind of some timely stuff in it so i redid it early this year and you know i s- sent a new link out to a lot of people because i know a lot of people reference it in uh, some of their conversations
0: yeah, for sure, and I'll I'll be sure to include that updated link um, in the show notes for this episode. So that's a very interesting post, and it's it's nice to hear uh, farmers talking about these difficult topics or about what's involved in their farming operations. I know me as a I, I'm a livestock person, uh, so I know I've learned quite a bit from you and, and several other farmers online about about cropping in different areas of the country. Um, but you also you know have been pretty active um, on Facebook. And uh, recently, on your Facebook page, you've been through this whole season. You've kind of been pl- playing with some uh, some drone footage and some uh, different camera setups. Uh, what what kind of got you started in that?
1: Yeah, well, the the drone thing I got started because that's uh, you know kind of a up and coming thing for for crop scouting. Which I'm gonna hear in about a month. I'm probably gonna be spending a lot of time getting images of our fields and stitching maps together. See what I can find. Um, but, you know, it also makes for some pretty sweet videos and uh, pictures you can share on social media. I think, I think it's really cool um, for the non farm people. Before I had the drone, you know, a lot of the pictures at planting and harvest time was taken through a windshield. They couldn't see the scope of what we were doing or the whole piece of equipment and what was actually going on. And now they, now they really can, or I can, you know, I can take my GoPro and stick it places on equipment where, you know, you could never do otherwise and that's not just for other people to see it's it it's cool to see my equipment working in ways i can't see when i'm actually doing it you know i can put the gopro in a
0: a place you would get killed if you you know
1: tried to go take a picture there so
0: that's yeah, a little safer it's, than riding on the fender of the tractor or on the equipment right yeah yep so no it's that's pretty cool um in a very unique way uh, to to kind of kind of show that it's and I like how you said it's you know it's a different scope of of what's going on uh, but also you know pretty important farm tools that you've been able to, to embrace with with some of that so yeah there, there's two sides to it this this past week middle of middle of May you put up a pretty cool photo that will or a video that we will say has gone viral um, you had had your son riding along with you in the tractor and uh, let him take the driver's seat for a little bit and uh, that video uh, took off. You know, essentially, almost doubled your page, and now has tripled your page, almost 150 percent growth in, in less than a week uh, on your Facebook page. I think closing in on 40, over 41,000 likes right now. Um, yeah. So what, uh, what 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 kind of came up, and what brought that video along?
1: Well, I'd actually done a video last fall um, with the camera set up in the cab. You know, looking at the operator seat where I just had him. You know, drive the grain cart away from a truck at harvest it was like a 45 second video we just pulled away from the truck and you know got it back in a, a staging area and then we went back to combining um but you know it's a he was five then he's six now you know he can't he can't reach the clutch or the brakes but you know that tractor the way the transmission works you don't really need to you can use uh, the armrest controls for all that in most situations so uh Got to planting this year, and I thought, you know, hey, let's, uh, you know, teach you how to, you know, raise the planter up and down, you know, get turned around, that kind of stuff, and put it back down. So I said, well, the the GoPro's in the cab with me. Let's stick it up, you know. I didn't expect it to, you know, go crazy. It's got like I don't even know. I'd have to look. Thirty-some thousand people have liked it. There's like fifty thousand people have shared it. It's crazy. I've never had anything. Yeah, over five million views on it. Um, yeah, yeah. I I joked with somebody the other day. I said that. That one post on Facebook has 3,000-some comments, which is more comments than the entirety of my blog over five years. And half those comments on my blog
0: are me replying to people. So yeah, it's kind of nuts. That a couple crazy. minutes worth of work. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, one of the things that really kind of stuck with me um, and I think resonated with a lot of people, it's like well, for the farm people, um, you'll always remember – um, that first time mom or dad lets you operate a piece of equipment, um, or, or do, do a part of the chores on the farm. And so, you know, that's kind of a memory that triggers. It was pretty cool to see, to see that shared and to see that go so quickly online.
1: Yeah. A lot of people, if you watch it, people made the comment that, uh, when he's doing it and making the turn, he's, you know, you can tell he's really focused and really serious, but you know, as soon as he gets the planter in the ground and we get back going straight with the GPS auto steer again, he's like, you know, his six-year-old
0: kid face comes back on that he, he's so
1: excited that he
0: did it. That's a pretty cool feeling. So, so to help out folks who are wanting to maybe use their GoPro camera um, a little bit to capture kind of scenes, what what's kind of involved in, uh, and what, what do you have to set it up or uh, edit the videos with?
1: Yeah, so a lot of the stuff you'll see from my GoPro um, – I bought like a $20 magnet mount on Amazon. They're rated in pounds. The one I got's a 50-pound one. I think you can get up to like a 200-pound one. I struggle sometimes to get this one off the equipment, so I think the 50-pound is plenty. I've left it underneath the planter or a tillage tool for hours at a time before I get back out and plug it back off, so I don't, I don't have any worries about it falling off or anything, and I just... Um, I control it through the wi-fi with my phone so you know i can change the settings and that stuff and then a lot of times i'll i'll go back later and download it off the gopro just onto my ipad and edit it with imovie
0: so yeah pretty simple process of getting it put up there and um, I, i've seen as facebook has introduced their live videos video is the way to go and getting things shared and seen as far as like a specific type of facebook post
1: I tried, uh, I only got to do it once. I should have done it a few more times. Um, you can periscope through your GoPro now, which I thought was kind of cool. I stuck the uh, GoPro under the planner and you know, did a live video stream of the planner running through the field up close and personal. So that was kind of neat. And you, you can switch back to your phone's camera in the middle of the stream and you know, get yourself back on there and answer questions and then flip back to the GoPro. So that's that's something I might try to make more use of in the future.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, don't have a lot of on-farm activity, or where I am, I don't have a lot of live service, um, so I hadn't been able to utilize Periscope very much. That's a pretty neat function. I didn't hadn't heard of before.
1: Yeah, it's just,
0: I just tried it
1: for the, the first time a couple of weeks ago, It's. and I do, that is one thing, I do have unlimited data on my phone, so Periscope's not too big of a deal, other, and of course, I'm in there in the cab, so I've got a charger, but you uh, get to people asking questions and you, you Periscope for 10 or 15 minutes, your your phone starts to heat up pretty good. You use a lot of battery.
0: Oh, I imagine. Well, hey, Brian, before we go here, a um, couple of minutes left. So for, for farmers who are, are out in the fields and they enjoy kind of following people along online, um, what, what advice do you have to share with them to, uh, you know, maybe ways to encourage them to share their story a little bit more or to see a little bit of value if they're saying, well, you know, it's great you're doing it. What's kind of the value in, in taking the time to do things like sharing on a blog or, or sharing your planting day or, or cropping day um, via social media?
1: yeah uh the first thing i say is you know you don't have to spend a ton of time on it you know just snap a picture here and there or tweet it post it on instagram or facebook or whatever it doesn't it only takes a a few seconds to show show people what you're doing and you'd you'd be surprised there's there are people out there that will follow you they might not comment or really let you know but you know i every once in a while they do or you know i'll get an email from somebody say hey i follow you and like to keep up with your posts or, you know, the funny thing I always think about, you know, the internet being worldwide and far reaching. And then, you know, I go to the grocery store and somebody says they read this blog post. I'm like, Oh yeah. People like people that I know look at this stuff. So
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And well, people can, you, you raise popcorn. You forget that. Yeah. yeah. Popcorn is a
1: good way to, to relate to people. And I've, that's one thing, thing I've learned, um, man, there's an awful lot of people that don't know all the different kinds of corn are different kinds of corn so they they think you know field corn for animal feed sweet corn popcorn you know there's white corn blue corn they think it's all corn and then you do something with it later to make it you know popcorn or sweet corn or whatever so it's that's got a lot of times when i tell people we grow corn soybeans popcorn and wheat they'll stop me they say why did you say corn and popcorn What, what do you mean you grow both of them so that's that's been a pretty big conversation starter for me over the years
0: yeah it's a good point you know things that we look at is like oh well that's common knowledge we've got all these different varieties um right those are the types of things that people seem to really bite on Uh, it's novel information for a lot of people out there yeah and
1: it's you got to try and kind of think about those things i know it's hard and a lot of people are in the same boat i am i mean I've been around this stuff literally since the day I was born, so like it—it's all normal to me. <laughs> so, it's—it's it's tough to think of
0: what questions people might ask you that have never been around it. Um, and so, for people who are listening that aren't on the farm and, and are looking to find a little bit more information, what advice do you have for them in trying to find farmers and ranchers and trying to ask them questions online? Go to the Farmers' Life. That's where you're supposed to go. Um, <laughs> there you go
1: but uh no you know we're we're out there uh like you said uh plant 16 earlier you know when it's planting season everybody likes to use the hashtag plant whatever year it is fifteen, sixteen. here in a few months it'll be you know harvest 16 so there's ways to to find us out there we're there's quite a few people um i used to say i could uh i could get on twitter and uh I didn't need my weather app because I could get on Twitter and watch a storm come across the country just by who was tweeting what at what time of the day.
0: Yeah, for sure. Follow the all those weather hashtags for sure. Just to kind of wrap up here, where uh, what are what are your different platforms that you're on, and and how can people find you on those? Yeah, I'm the Farmer's Life everywhere. So thefarmer'slife.com
1: is the blog, Facebook.com/slash thefarmer'slife. At the Farmer's Life on Twitter and Instagram, and then you can find me on uh, YouTube as well.
0: right. Sounds good. Well, Brian Scott, I appreciate it. Uh, Farmer from Indiana, and, and thank you for being on the podcast today. Thanks, Ryan. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Brian Scott, farmer from Indiana and blogger at thefarmerslife.com you know i find that many farmers and ranchers who share their stories online do so with quite a bit of passion and enthusiasm and i think that that really connects with audiences so it's always great to see those audiences grow and capture the attention of so many people online seeking to learn more about our food supply so i really encourage you to go check out thefarmerslife.com catch up with brian on social media and youtube as the farmer's life. And you can find stories that we discussed and links to those in this episode by going to the show notes found at agricultureproud.com slash podcast and go to episode 10. And as always, you can connect with me on social media as Ag Proud Ryan and on Facebook as Agriculture Proud. And until next time, this is Ryan Goodman with the Agriculture Proud Podcast. (laughs)